and I want to welcome everybody to another ep episode of Executive Talk. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Today we're actually in the beginning of a brand new series, so thank you guys for being here in the, in the very start. Now this particular topic is something that we potentially take for granted. I know we don't talk about it much in our day-to-day -day activity. We don't talk about it. We, we know we feel it, but we don't talk about it. And so today I'm going to talk about this, this important factor that happens within our business, and it happens most importantly in our personal life, which again, personal is no different than business. But our topic today is ex expectations. I want you to think about that for a minute. You know, I was talking to some friends of mine this morning, telling them about the message and telling them what we're talking about today. And the first response was, oh, you can, you can actually see their expression on their face change. Because everybody has a, a particular uh, feeling when it comes to expectations. The first thing that people typically go to is failed expectations. They know exactly how it feels when those expectations aren't met. The, the key component to my statement right there is nobody was excited when I was talking about expectations. They knew it was a good message, but one thing they did is they knew the feeling that they felt immediately. And this is very important for business owners to actually understand how do expectations play a role into our business. And that's what we're going to express in these next two, uh, next two shows. Now, when you find, if you want to find a hole in your business, you want to start with expectations. Now, think about that for a minute. If you want to find a hole in your business, think about expectations. It starts with here. Now, typically, as business owners, we just keep on building and building and keep going and keep going. And we call it roll through the punches. Now, are those, punch, are those punches, are those expectations that we're rolling through, that we're trying not to deal with, and that we're trying to overcome? We need to really consider what those expectations are and the impact of those. The scripture that we're going to refer to today is Genesis 2.15. In the scripture, read it with me. We're going to find out where the expectations even began. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Let's stop right there. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. There was an expectation immediately. And the Lord God commanded the man, okay? So he put him in the, put him in the Garden of Eden and commanded him, okay? This is part of that expectation. You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Now, if we go back to the earlier parts of Genesis and you think about the very beginning as he was developing the earth, there was always something that he spoke to. He had the expectation of it being what it is. And at the end, one of the statements that you'll see consistent, consistently is it was good. So there was always an end result to what God expected to happen. So even with man being made, there was an end result. There was an expectation of man's performance here on earth. And there was an expectation on this command that man would actually pay attention to. Because he said that there's an end result if you, if you eat from that tree. He told you that you must not. So understand the, the level of expectation, how expectation starts to happen in the beginning stages of what God formed, God formed man. He had the same expect, expectations of himself and guess what? He breathed life into man. So he expected man to operate on his level. See, those expectations keep on rolling over and over and over into us. 
So it's nothing unfamiliar for us to have expectations. With this expectation, there is trust in man. There is faith. There is an end result. And again, the end result when you're, when you're operating with God is always very good. Now, Maurice, what does this have to do with business? We will get to that. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But we must understand, first and foremost, where expectations started from and why is, why is it so important to us? Why do we go through this emotion? So bear with me for a minute. Now, this trust and faith and end result was expected because God gave the authority to man. That's why we have such a huge expectation. That's why the fall was humongous. That's why it was, it was so important that we understand why that fall was so big. Because, again, God breathed life into us. And there was an expectation of performance based on the fact of who gave it to us. <clears throat> Expectations is part of your authority. Your heart function has expectations immediately as soon as you're born. I'm going to take you back to birth for a minute. As soon as you were born, when you cried, whether you knew it or not, what did you expect? That's right. You expected your mother, your father to feed you. When you cried, you expected to be changed. When you cried, you expected to be picked up. You had expectations all throughout your life. And it just grew more and more. So again, as you knew it, whether you knew it or not, expectations started to become a normal thing of your life. But it's a heart development. The thing about the heart is your heart probably still develops. And you can think about it from, from your past. If you had a hurt childhood, you still were still developing over this hurt expectation. This is how crazy expectation actually is. You can still develop even though the expectations have not been, have not been met. But expectations is part of your authority. It's very important for your expectations to reach in result. When you walk, when you walked out of the door today, you did not expect to fall. When you sat on your chair. Everything that you did when you started your car, you had expectations every step of the way. <clears throat> That's how life is. So there's nothing abnormal to you for expectations to be everything in everything that you do. And we have to then again, that's why it's so important. <clears throat> now, the enemy loved this word. The enemy loved the expectations that you carry. Because. In expectations, you can think about it. Again, I brought up an example earlier as to when I was talking to people regarding the show today. And we were talking about expectations. They were excited about the topic saying, yes, that's a very important topic. But man, you know, you can see it in their face. Nobody's face was, people's face were, yeah, expectations. I, whatever. Because that's the fallen expectation. That's what the enemy loves. He loves to get people in this place. And let me explain to you how this works. <clears throat> the enemy loves this word because of the end result factor of expectations. If I sat down on this chair and I, and I sat down and it broke, well, then there's going to be, I have a, I'm going to have an expectation at the end of this. So we fixed the chair. Now, the next time I try to sit on this chair, I'm going to be a little careful and make sure this chair is nice and sturdy so, I, so it doesn't happen to me again. But truth is, the expectation has already hit my heart immediately as soon as it fell. Now, think about it from a business perspective. If I was to set up, set up a business appointment with you and we're going to meet tomorrow and we're going to do lunch at 3 o'clock 
Now, let's say at three o'clock, you get there five minutes early, get there right at three o'clock, you order your food, um, you get the extra menu, and you're waiting for me. Now, I don't call you till six o'clock and say, oh, I completely forgot. I put it in my calendar for next week. Now, you've already eaten, you've already left the restaurant, and now you get a text message from me or a message or a call from me later on saying, saying that. Now, you may give me grace and forgive me and walk in the spirit and be really strong. And then we set up an appointment for next week. Now, we set, now next, week, next week comes, the next Tuesday comes. Now, we set up for the same time at 3 o'clock, same location. But what do you do this time that's different? See, last time that we set up that appointment, you operated with faith. You didn't call, you didn't text, you didn't um, make sure that I remembered the meeting was there. But this time you do. This time you call. This time you send me a text message. Well, why did you actually send me a text message? Because earlier, the last week, my, your expectations were not met. So now you're treating me a little bit differently. You still are willing to meet with me, but now you're unsure if I'm going to come through or not. That's how quick those, those, that end result happened. So that end result happened last week because the cause and effect of that end result is this week. Now we're actually dealing with each other differently because now you're checking to make sure I remember that it was today. Does that make sense? Now, God, God's end result was always very good. Again, remember this in Genesis. It's important for us to go through Genesis and actually see when he created something, he expected it to be, and it always was very good. And when he created man, it was very good. The enemy's result is thorns and thistles. That's the pain that people feel when it comes to expect expectations. John 10.10, 10, the thief purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. Think about that for a minute. We, we actually look at John 10, 10 as we, we take it lightly. How can he destroy something in expectations? Well, let's think about it. And again, this is business, but I want you to think about it from a personal level for a minute. Did you, as a kid, have fallen expectations with your parents at all? Just think about that for a minute. Did they not take root today? Are you still feeling some of those fallen expectations? Did you have to maybe forgive through that? This is something that is, there's an, a destruction. Now, what the enemy steals, he steals your expectations. And I'll, I'll illustrate that for you in a minute. How does he kill? He has you operate from a different, different, uh, a different perspective. And he starts to weaken your expectations. So now expectations is something that's foundational, is something that we're supposed to have. So remember that. So he needs to destroy this because this is a core part of your heart. Now here's the illustration. The, il the easiest way to harden your heart is to not have your expectations met. Think about it. Think about it at work. Think about it at, at your job. Think about it at your business. Think about what happens when your expectations aren't met. These are some of the common statements that you that starts to happen to your speech. And I know, I know we've said this before, and I'll be the first one to say this because this used to be a pattern of my life specifically in, in talking like this. I had fallen expectations, so my fallen ways, because I was fallen, I wasn't in repentance, this is the way that I operated. These are my favorite statements. I don't trust anybody. 
you know, I don't trust anybody for this business. That's why I need to open up my own business because I don't trust anybody. Fallen expectations here on the earth. You know what? I'll do it all by myself. I'm Maurice Washington. I'll get it done. Nobody else can do it the way, same way that I'll do it. My way or the highway. Okay? Have you guys met anybody that has control issues? It's just my way. Look at it my way because that's the fallen expectation. That means you're, 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 you're having to operate through my expectations in order to make things work. And then, and then I'll be the judge of how that turns out. I don't want to get hurt. Just because, just because as a business owner, you, are not, you, don't, you don't just skip over these emotions. If they happen in your personal, they happen in your business. And these are things that start to erode your business. These are words that are fallen expectations. Again, part of your authority is your speech. So if your speech is operating in this way, so is your walk. Are you, are you constantly on the swivel trying to look and trying to see who's trying to get you? Are you not trusting your clients? Are you not trusting your business partners? Are you not trusting your business yourself? Expectations is right there in the center core of this whole thing. It's the hole that's missing in your business. Again, the enemy loves that word because your fallen expectations means you'll have fallen results. It's the easiest way to go from, actually, let's, uh, let's talk about that. <clears throat> the heart that's built into the business. It's very important to understand that these actually start to become your lords. These start to replace the Lord, trusting the Lord. I can't trust anybody. I'll do it by myself, my way or the highway. These, are the, these start to be the words that I start to serve. Because my everyday actions and my activity is to protect myself, these are my lords. Because I don't trust that the Lord's going to actually take care of me in this moment. So I'm starting to serve this feeling in these, in these words. And then everything that's into my business, I'm still manifesting. So let's say I'm still building a business, but my heart is still serving these things. My question to you is, are you building a firm foundation for your business? Can you really feel good about where you're going with your business if you still have these things going, going on with you? Because remember, this is part of your leadership. These are the things that the enemy wants in the very beginning, because if he can get these things at the beginning, let's say you start to manifest a big business and you're able to hire people. That thing starts to manifest in every single person that goes on and that works for your company. Expectations, it becomes a flow over. It doesn't just happen to you. It happens to everybody in your environment. Expectations are from the flesh. So when you have expectations from the flesh and not from the spirit, this is what it looks like. And it goes extremely quick. Expectations. When you operate expectations from the flesh, and this is your heart, you go specifically directly into self-righteousness. There's no skipping, there's no skipping that. You go straight to self-righteousness. When you go straight to self-righteousness, you go straight to idolatry. And again, because these are your lords, this is what you're actually serving. Now you're in protection of yourself because the whole outside world does not, does not work with you. You're operating from this level. So all your expectations, you're, you're not operating with trust. You're operating with a hardened heart. So, how can you be vulnerable to God? 
and have a hardened heart. You can't serve two masters. You got to pick one. And typically, if your heart's hard because you don't, because your expectations are always fail, that means the enemy can keep you in your flesh the whole time. Now, let's think about building a business. Everybody has, so now that you guys understand what it means as far as expectations, where they came from, and how they build up, let's talk about, let's go, let's go straight into the business world for a minute. Have you not had this, this, these things when you built a business? Did you not t- take in a whole bunch of late hours to actually build the thing that you have? Or year to date right now, you could. I'm not promoting do late hours, but you've had those moments. Promises. Have you made a ton of promises to yourself? Have you made a lot of promises to the people that you love, uh, to your colleagues? Have you made a lot of promises that this is the business that I have? This is who I am. This is what I can do. Your own confidence is on the line, isn't it? Think about it. It's just you as, as a business owner. It's just you. It's you going through everything that you, this is all the things that it takes to actually build a business. The money, the money that you have to invest and the money that you're receiving, that's the whole process of building a business. Business growth is something that you're constantly thinking about. Okay, because you never know, again, when the economy in 2017, at the beginning of this year, we never knew where things were going to end up just recently here. I'm not saying anything about the economy, but what I am saying is we are having some events here in our country that is making you question. So depending on your business, you may be coming into a stumbling block right now. Hiring people, that's part of building a business. People have the same enthusiasm you have. These are some of the things that are important to you, and these are sort of the things that start to build your expectations. How do I know? Now, business owners with employees... Have you ever had an employee come to you and say, you know, I don't feel like working. You know, I, I, I just need some time off. Now, this is how the business owner actually responds. Do you know how many late hours I have to put into this business in order to make sure that you have a job to go to? This flow through, because again, when I build up my expectations, because I put in all these late hours, I created all these promises, my own confidence is online, money's on the line, I have business growth to think about, I'm hiring people, people I want people to have the same enthusiasm that I do, I have expectations and they become enormous. So some of our, com- our communication becomes a little bit different when we, when we deal with our personal, when we deal with personal family, when we deal with our employees. It becomes... It becomes from this place of you don't appreciate what I do because do you understand what I had to do on the back end? So I expect for you not to have that type of complaint. If you really understood what this thing was looking like to grow this business, I, I have a hard time receiving what you're saying because these expectations, again, become, become flesh-bound and they become a hard place for you to actually um, listen to people. And we need to understand how that works. There's always three areas of expectation. There's your clients. You have an expectation with your clients, and the clients have an expectation with you. You have your own expectation. We just discussed what that looks like. You have your expectation when it comes to your employees. 
So when it comes to your heart being spread out, when it comes spread out into how many areas of expectation that your that your heart has to operate in when you're running a business, that that's 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 stretched thin. Because they all have different arenas that they need that they need as far as what they need from you. Now, let's think about employee expectations. Typically nowadays an employer and employee relationship, as we discussed in our earlier conversation, is not always the best. Okay, employees feel a certain way about their boss, and their boss feels a certain way about their employees. Let's think about the restaurant, the restaurant industry. That industry is set up specifically that their expectations in that industry is a high turnover rate. Before you even decide to open up a restaurant, you're expected, the expectations in that industry is going to be high turnover. So the only communication that happens between an employer and an employee becomes the dollar. So the employer is expected to keep on meeting the needs of the employee through the dollar, not through the heart, because they're not connected in that place. So these, so these, these expectations are bonded through this dollar. They're not bonded because of each other. They're not on mutual ground. Employers don't expect employees to stay that long. They expect that to be a pass-through for them. Employees don't expect their employer to take care of them, to actually truly care about their needs and things that they have going on. So again, that's why the mutual benefit here is money. And it becomes the, it becomes the, the bond between that relationship. Now, client expectations. I want to take you to Ecclesiastes 7. And there's, of course, more to this particular scripture, just for transparency. But this is the, this is the one that actually uh, makes the most sense for what we're talking about today. A good name is better than a fine perfume. Why did I bring that up? Because brand awareness. When you think about brand awareness into your, in your company, this becomes your expectation instead of client's expectation. It's very easy for business owners to forget about their clients and constantly think about their brand name. If you're constantly thinking about your brand name, which there's nothing wrong with that, but isn't part of the client experience part of developing your brand name? That's the pass-through when it comes to actually developing your business. It's the clients first and then your brand name second. But from an idolatry, from a self-righteous point of view, and in expectations of not getting hurt, let me worry about my brand name above all else. And this is where you find that disconnect between, between clients and also business owners. It happens all the time. Your own expectations. This, is, this, this becomes the most disturbing thing for you. Because can you meet your own expectations that you put on others? This is important for us to really understand this component right here. It's very easy to do this, to point over there and say, hey, it's your fault. Hey, it's your fault. Hey, it's you. It's you. It's you. It's you. And so lording over from self-righteous point of view when it comes to expectations, if it's all the way always out here and it's never here, that means you're not willing, you you've, have not met your own expectations. So if you can't meet your own expectations, what tends to happen it's the flow over, it, it tends up to go to everybody else. 
And so you keep on making people reach plateaus that they can't meet because it keeps them away from you meeting your own expectations. Now, am I being hard on you as a business owner? No, I'm helping you paint a picture, picture to what that looks like. We got to take some self-reflection as business owners because we are the leaders. And again, the enemy wants the authority within that business because the authority in that business owner has the most influence, causes the most destruction. It's not your employees, it's the business owner. So whatever is happening, whatever the business owner does not know comes into the office space. And so we have to understand what these expectations and the magnitude of how it works within your business. Here's what I want you to think about in this, in this particular topic. It's very easy to put these expectations into a small parameter. Because again, as we alluded to earlier in the conversation, you don't really sit here and think about your expectations on a, on a regular basis. You do think about how many times you get hurt on a regular basis. You do think about how many times that you may not have, have somebody do something, but you don't, you don't put a name to it. In order for the Lord to actually help you in this area, you have to put a name to it. And that's what we're doing today. We're establishing a name that's part of the whole of your business that you really need to pay attention to, which is expectations. It has all the manifestation power within your business. Because as your authority, you are expected to, for an end result. And what happens is when you don't have that end result, it will bother you. Because that authority that was given to you. It's important to understand that, that definitive, uh, that distinction there. Because that's it's extremely important. As we go into the next conversation here, we're going to talk about how the Lord can actually help you deal with this. Because there is a way to actually have clean expectations. Because you're supposed to. And when we feel like we're not supposed to and we try to solve life ourselves through these statements right here. I don't trust anybody. I'll do it all by myself. My way or the highway. I don't want to get hurt. When we're operating from that fall, okay, again, that was after the fall. That's not what the Lord has intended for us to live. And we're not living to our full potential. Doesn't matter how much money that you're making. If you're not living to your full potential, if you're operating all of this, this is not how the Lord intended for you to operate. <clears throat> your operation means everything to everybody that, that you're involved with. Has everything to do with your clients. Has everything to do with your employees. Has everything to do with you. So that's why we need to actually have this conversation and we need to make sure that this is uh, number one. I want you guys to do me a favor over the weekend. I want you to jot down a list. On that list, I want you to jot down all your expectations that you have of others. All the expectations that you have within your business. Now, when you make that list, I want you to say who they belong to, what you expect from them. And my first, my first question is, did you communicate that to them? How does that make you feel in the simple fact of how does that feel if there's no communication in that expectation and where does it land with you? Because we need to identify those holes. 
Once you start identifying the holes, we can start the healing process. I'm gonna save the rest for next week. I wanna thank you guys for joining us. Visit us on Facebook and LinkedIn. But in the meantime, I actually have to get to work. You guys have a good day.